for the rest of this hour and 15 into the next, and we have Charlotte Iserby, is Alan Watt. Alan, I really appreciate you coming on with us today. Uh, let's break down. You've been predicting this as well. The enemy's been quite public. Uh, people can't believe that they would cause this type of economic hardship. This is military attack, is it not? It is. It's part of the whole 100 years war into this uh, great utopia they're talking about bringing in at the end of it once they've reduced the population. But in the meantime, you're going through the, the complete socialization of the world where government will have a finger in everything that you do. Uh, literally, uh, you will be serving government to serve the world state. That's the whole agenda behind this. And uh, they'll be tracking everything that you purchase. And there'll be so much legalities and so many rules to follow in your everyday life uh, that you'll be like a fly in a spider's web. It's meant to trip you up and get you into the system. That's the object of tyranny is to make everyone a criminal. I'm sure you've seen the New York Times today that mirrors England, but it's already started here, where the children are trained to spy and tattle and tell their parents they're eating too much meat, yep. having too much food, that they uh, that they shouldn't be driving a, a, a car, period, reporting on them. And, 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 the, and the New York Times says this is good. It says the mothers and fathers are proud that their children are reporting them, and now they want to have carbon checkpoints. It's already started in England and Canada, now coming to the United States. Uh, you will have weekly visits to your home by bureaucrats. This will be a reign of hell. Yes, there's no doubt about it. This is the, the whole push for a whole new uh, ordered society. And uh, big companies in Britain, uh, like I think it was N-Power, spent millions of pounds on ads on television and in newspapers uh, asking children to join this organization where they get their own little ID cards. Climate cops. Climate cops. And it's a red and black uniform with armbands, and it says, fill out dossiers on your parents, give them to police. Yeah, and, and all your neighbors, too. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, you cannot, and we found out about this because Steve Watson opened the newspaper up in London, and there were full-page color advertisements. They're all over TV. They're denouncing everyone. Alan, they're really going for it. Well, they meant it on 9-11. We were told that nothing would ever be the same again. And these guys really mean it, what they're doing. I was listening to one of Bush's old speeches, and he talks about hitting the enemy. You've got to understand who the enemy is. It's the population of the planet, including Americans. And he said, we'll use all weaponry at our command, including economic. And this is part of warfare, is economic strategy. We all live on this odd thing called money, and now it's time for the government to control everyone's lives through money. Uh, and, Alan, I mean, look, I know your credibility shooting up right now already at all-time highs, mine, everybody else, because we were just reading their blueprint. We told everybody the bailout was a takeover, things would get worse afterwards. We told them that they would call for a New World Order banking system. They've now done that. Uh, tell folks what's coming next. Well... I've said for years that uh, the Bretton Woods Agreement was only one part of a 50-year strategy. The next part was to come in, and the World Trade Organization and the World Bank is to be given teeth. That's why they set them up. Uh, we already have that set up through the GATT Treaty for the, the General Agreement on Trade and Tariffs. It's a, it's a star chamber that decides who will trade with whom and who will not. And there's, there's no uh, appeal court there. Once they make a decision, that's final. So and they will decide here. who can take their money offshore. They will decide who can have children. Every facet of life micromanage. That's right, because in economics, we don't think about it. You see, economics also includes uh, the family unit. That's, that's primarily what it's about. Uh, every individual it lives in an economic system. And this odd thing that flows, whether you call it money, credits, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. 
Bertrand Russell said back in the 50s, the system they would bring in would be a system where government then controls all finances and every individual through those finances. And the government eventually will issue you so many credits at the beginning of every week, and you cannot save them up. It starts the same sum every week. And that's they call it carbon rationing. Yeah. And again, they had to implode the economy to get control. They can't have people being self-sufficient. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, they, they must uh, have total control over the life of every individual on the planet. That's the, the whole plan here, yeah. Oh, man, and they're hiring felons for the military and police now, Alan. I know, I know. They've been doing it in, across Europe for quite a few years now. And But the, the tragedy is that the general public don't even understand what really is going on. Um, this farce called money and the stock market has been rigged since, since it, it was begun. We know that for years and years the U.S. had a department which chipped in cash whenever the stock market was falling. No one panicked then. The media didn't tell us to panic then. The media, which is an arm of this ruling elite, uh, are now telling everyone to panic, so Key. they help bring it on. Yeah. Key! When we come back, I want to talk more about that. They announced starting two and a half weeks ago, depression, depression, the president, all the leaders saying it, guaranteeing it, they knew exactly what they were doing. There's no doubt. You cannot have this happening. Uh, things don't happen on such a scale out of the blue. Uh, it takes a lot of coordination, and they all come out at the same time. Again, you see this united front approach. They all come out with the same thing, with the same slogan, same terms, same projections. It's organized, and that's your key. It's organized. With precision. Yeah. Total precision military economic attack. You are being carpet bombed right now by the New World Order. Devastating families, devastating your future. They stole all the money out of the Pentagon trust funds. They're stealing all the police trust funds. Everything. We'll be right back with Alan Watt. Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. All right, Alan Watt, join us in the last segment. We just went ahead and went live on PrisonPlanet.tv for the PrisonPlanet.tv members and folks listening on the InfoWars.com streams. Those exclusive streams, we'll be skipping some of the uh, breaks for behind-the-scenes discussion with Alan Watt. Alan, because we just went live on TV, recap what's happening with the controlled economic implosion. The key fact you raised that they announced the market was going to die two weeks ago. We didn't give them dictatorial powers. Martial law was threatened uh, against congressmen. We had them on, and it was on C-SPAN. We're seeing unprecedented, unprecedented things happen, because the New World Order, as you know, the listeners may not, works in phases. And then they have these jump phases. They build slowly, then they jump. We are entering a jump phase, are we not? We are. It's uh, long-term plans, very long, in fact, intergenerational. And that's the, that's the key to the success of it. It's always it's so slow, and then they hit you, and then slow again for a while to adapt to the new system, and then they hit you again. Uh, but it's all designed to bring us into a global society, this new world order that Bush Sr. talked about. Uh, it's also a brave new world type of system, but first we must go through the Orwellian phase of it with the big boot stamping on the face uh, forever. Uh, that's what we're going through now with the children ratting on parents, with a government in control of everything that you do economically. There'll be so many regulations now according to what you can buy, according to your status, your, your, your actual status to the system, because in the system, eventually there'll be no private property. That's stated already. That's one of their mandates. Uh, so they're going to eventually have a government coming into private property, gradually taking it all over.
a training exercise as much as anything else to get the public of the world terrified so that we will accept all of the incredible rules and regulations that are coming down the pike. Uh, we will come out of this, as I say, um, like uh, much more with a reduced population, with an economic system that will never, ever be the same again, and we're all supposed to serve what they call the world state. That will be our only duty. And the key life. to taking over private property is the carbon tax and the new environmental overlays, which they're now announcing the public from the Club of Rome documents when people laughed at us to now implementation. That's right. The Club of Rome uh, was the main think tank. Now, all these think tanks are connected at the top. There's the pyramid structure, the thousand points of light with the NGOs working for them to bring in social policy. And the Club of Rome stated in their own book towards uh, the first global revolution, uh, the two founders who wrote the book stated that they came up with the idea of uh, blaming the public for something to do with the weather, possibly global warming, that would fit the bill. And we'd all have to adapt and change our lives accordingly to the rules and regulations they would set out, supposedly to save and the And, of course, planet. the current head of the CFR wrote that in 1992 as the adopted policy. He said a pincer attack of fake terror to set up the boot, you know, the hot police state, and then the socialist uh, velvet glove, micromanagement of the family, controlling of the business, uh, the watchers in your life through the threat of global climate change. And he said we can claim Ice Age when it's cold, and then we can inadvertently claim global warming when it's hot. Yes, that's a fact. And not only that, um, you see, what we're getting from the media is what we're supposed to be told, the panic and the hype and all the information about the war and so on. Uh, but what they don't tell you uh, are the other things that are happening. See, see, total war has been carried out on the population of the world for years now with inoculations. That was all part of it, too. That helps dumb us down, makes us sick to reduce the population, it destroys the immune system. And for 10 years solid now, uh, they've been spraying the planet uh, with aerial spraying almost every morning, altering the weather. So they're using a lot of hidden weaponry. Uh, that came out from the, the silent weapons agenda. So and just recently, Alan, it's now the government's admitted they're altering the atmosphere. They're doing other tests. Uh, hundreds of universities and agencies are involved. So they've, they've come out in mainstream papers the last few months and just calmly announced it. Yes, after the fact, they've been doing it for years. So we're being attacked. The world is being attacked through our food supply. It's all been altered as well. And you don't get big secret organizations coming together from bio-warfare industries to make better carrots or potatoes, that there's something else going on here. And we know for a fact that cancers, for instance, of the stomach is skyrocketing. And that's what they showed when uh, even rats and mice were tested with the, mm -hmm. the GMO vegetables and so on. I want to tell the police and military, all of you that serve the system, FBI agents, laugh all you want. When you're putting your kid in a coffin, it's not a joke. They are killing us. One in 33 with cancer to one in two males and one in three females. I'm going to skip this uh, just for the Internet audience, PrisonPlanet.tv. You can watch if you're a member there or free on the Internet at the info or streams. It's too important. We got Alan on late. So we're going to skip this break and the next with my guest. We'll be back for everybody else uh, in just three minutes. Uh, please stay with us. We'll continue to watch the global stock market meltdown by design as they call for a new world order. We're Alan, the why march. are they now? Yep. Why were they ready now? And, 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 and are they on schedule? 
uh, because there is a huge awakening take place, but it didn't matter of a thousand to one phone calls, and that's on record, over a thousand to one in some cases, other people were against it. Congress was then just threatened with martial law. So it's not just that the public isn't going along with it. Now the establishment doesn't care. Uh, that's correct. Uh, now it seems to be the right time. These guys, uh, especially with the Internet, they, they can take constant polls, daily polls, because of the traffic on the Internet. They know what the public think, what they want, and even where the confusion lies and exploit the confusion factor. So it's psychological war, but it's really intelligence gathering as well. These guys don't make mistakes. They know exactly when to hit us. And what a more perfect a time to hit us when they've declared a worldwide war on terror, this vague term. And it isn't until you realize that they're talking about everyone who lives with, with an idea that the old system is okay, the system they grew up in. Anyone who believes that is therefore a terrorist. These guys are bringing us in to, to the new world order, as George Bush Sr. kept telling us. It's a new world order, a new system of, of running things, a new way of living. Is, that's the most important thing of all. Uh, you won't be able to just um, breed as you, you wish to, pass your genes on, pick a mate. Uh, all of that's coming through now through different articles. They mean the, you know, no law of the jungle, which we think of barbarism as law of the jungle. No, they mean the law of the jungle, meeting, marrying who you want, living yep. where you want, owning your own property. No, 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 no. The rule of the new world order. That's correct, and that's what the pyramid stands for. It, it sits on the wasteland. The wasteland happens to be the profane, meaning the general public. That's what they mean by that. What do you see happening in the short term? The short term, uh, governments will come in and gradually take over. Uh, see, governments don't have to take over everything in any particular sector. As long as they have um, uh, shares in it, uh, they come in with rules and regulations. That goes with all the different organizations that already receive subsidies, etc., from government. Uh, little homes even to care for the, the mentally disabled. Um, governments come in and demand that you have two or three stairwells and so many fire extinguishers and so on and so on, then you end up doing bookkeeping for the government until you can't move for bookkeeping. That's, that's how it's run. precedent and something that sounds reasonable, and pretty soon it's, it's getting a $10,000 fine uh, for dropping a banana peel. That's right, and they already have the big move on again from this quiet organization, this United Nations, that was set up to be the front for world government eventually. It's now getting teeth, and they already have mandated that inspectors go around homes, even through the rural areas, and fine you thousands of dollars if there's even a downpipe from your gutter that happens to have a hole in it, or is bent, or, or whatever, or plugged. I mean, they're going the whole route of punishment and using economics to punish the public or but drive them off the land. Earth, so it's okay. Alan, we're going back to the full audience right now. Here we go. Man thinks cause he rules the earth he can do with it as he pleases Alan Watt, talk show host uh, documentary maker, author we're going to give you his website in just a moment I'm Alex Jones. We are watching the controlled economic collapse. Uh, I forgot to ask John during the break. John, how, how far away are you from having those audio clips I wanted? It's done. It's done. I, I, I do not attack Zeitgeist Addendum uh, out of any malice or, 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 or anger towards the individual that make, uh, made it. I, I don't know of their New World Order. I don't know if they're trying to co-opt the Liberty or Awakening movement. Um you know, I agree with a lot of what is in the first sight, guys. Disagree with some of it. Uh, anything that gets you to think outside the box, I think, is overall healthy. But the new one, 
follows exactly what H.G. Wells wrote in The Open Conspiracy, what H.G. Wells uh, wrote in The New World Order, his nonfiction books, uh, and his that was made in, into the film uh, Things to Come. The communists, the socialists, funded by the bankers to consolidate the, 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 the mass into this communal system that the technocrats controlled, they always uh, frame it all in technology and high-tech and not having to work and a utopia. And what you see in the uh, film, Things to Come, made out of, uh, adapted from one of uh, Wells' books, is a call for a world dictatorship of these benevolent secret society, quote, masons. And they will come in and bomb and kill. They will come in and spray knockout gas on your cities. That's in the book. That's in the film. I meant to put a lot of this in Endgame. I just didn't have time. And then I saw the Corbett report. We put a link up on Infowars.com and an analysis of things to come in Blade Runner. And I saw it this morning, and it reminded me of earlier this week when I did a critique of Zeitgeist Addendum, where they had the well-meaning you know, socialist uh, on there talking about, none of us will have to work. There will be no more classes. It will be eradicated. But that is a class. That is the state eradicating it with strict rules, control. You can't look good. You can't say what looks good because that makes a class. You can't be better at something. And again, you have this overarching technocrat elite, like in THX1138, which again is from Huxley's work, which he admits when, before he died in a Berkeley speech was actually what the government of England was planning, his brother running the UN at UNESCO. So... Uh, I wanted to first play for Alan Watt a clip from Zeitgeist Addendum, Part 10, that we played a few days ago, where this well-meaning uh, individual, and I have no doubt the vitriol he's got, you know, they believe in it, that, uh, you know, this utopia from the machines. But see, the prime directive of the machines is to control, dominate, and displace humans so we're not needed, so we can then be cold, as Bill Joy warned the public in his April 2000 article in Wired Magazine when he went to a globalist conference, and they were talking about how to exterminate the majority of us. I mean, this is really going on. So uh, here's the clip from Zeitgeist. We're such an abominable, sick society that we won't make the history. But as you say that large nations took land from smaller nations, used force and violence, you'll get history talked about as corrupt behavior all the way along until the beginning of the civilized world. That's when all the nations work together. World unification, working toward common good for all human beings, and without anyone being subservient to anyone else. Without social stratification, whether it be technical elitism or any other kind of elitism, eradicated from the face of the earth. The state does nothing because there is no state. Oh, yeah. the st- I, mean, I mean, that is so childlike but so simple for the dumbed-down mass to to uh, buy into. This is exactly what the technocrats 150 years ago in England uh, thought up. And, and, and so I, I want you to comment on that, Alan. Then I'm going to play From Things to Come, H.G. Wells' you know, big blockbuster movie from the 30s. What's interesting about it is it doesn't say in the movie... Um, how they'll get to, to that stage and, and they keep mentioning to sustainability uh, that means reduction of population it means obviously that, that again there's going to be a eugenics program in place we have to go back as you say into time and we see this emerging with theosophy in Britain when Madame Blavatsky was put out there to the public 
to start off a branch, mainly to get uh, a lot of women into this, this movement, but also men as well. And we know that the High Masons ran this organization. In fact, Besant, who took over from Blavatsky, uh, was a daughter of Lord Besant. Now, Besant itself is the name of the standard of the Knights Templars. That was the name of it, uh, Besant. So even their names were phony, but they, they used them in real life. So uh, they came up with Krishnamurti, who was to be a, a savior of the world, a new messiah. And he was trained by these lords, these High Masons, to do what he did. And this movie, I noticed, started off with Krishnamurti talking. Um, so here is a theosophist bringing in the theosophical worldview. Now, let's not forget, we jump forward, Adolf Hitler and all the boys around him based the Nazi ideology on uh, theosophy. They were theosophists. They did believe in eugenics. Uh, that was a prime tenant of theosophy. Uh, special breeding, selective breeding. Uh, we know this was happening already in the 1800s. We, we see it with Charles Darwin's family. They kept interbreeding with... Uh, well, we see them family. talking about total, absolute tyranny, where you're not allowed to be a better painter, you're not allowed to know more about math. That's why they say they're going to drug and engineer everyone to be this subboid class. This is the ultimate darkness, and they mix it in with 9-11 truth. They mix it in with anti-New World Order, when the New World Order is the author of this. Well, let me play the next clip. This is from Things to Come. And, and, and in the film, they're flying around with perfect B-2 bombers, nerve-gassing the people the barbarous that won't submit. They're in black uniforms around council tables, setting up their new world order. Uh, this is it. Here it is. Who are all that are left of the old engineers and mechanics have pledged ourselves to salvage the world. We have the airways, all that's left of them. We have the seas. And we have ideas in common. The brotherhood of efficiency. The Freemasonry of science. This is how I conceive our plan of operations. First, the roundup of brigands. That last dismal vestige of ancient predatory soldiers. The last would-be conquerors. Then settle. Organize. Advance. This zone, then that. And at last, wings over the world. And the new world begins. By the way, there's a part in the movie where he lands at the airbase and, and, and they're taking over with a dictatorship. And the guy says, I'm not going to turn over my guns to you. And he says, look, this is a new world order, and then they nerve gas them. And then that's peaceful, though. Well, because we're for the good, we're allowed to disarm you. Uh-huh. Um, and, and again, that's the exact stuff we're hearing out of the zeitgeist. And they first did a 9-11 film to get everybody on board. They know this is good, and now we see this. Alan Watt. Yeah, this, as I say, it's an old agenda. They've never changed. Now, it was tied in with the Nazi movement, and it was also tied in with the communist movement, because Lenin also said that eventually, towards the, the end of the millennium, the year 2000, he said, uh, the state will gradually wither away. And sure enough, we'd, we'd already had statements before to the year 2000 by Bush Sr., talking about the new world order coming into view. But all that is is the old state and the family being absorbed into the technocrat global corporate system. Absolutely, a world system where the United Nations was to be given the teeth that it was set up to have. And uh, this is the key to it. All the cries now are going towards, uh, we need a world system, a world government, and a world economic uh, bank to run the whole planet. And that which is in things to come. There's an economic crash in wars, which they engineer, and then they pick up the pieces. Same system. Mm -hmm. Same system. And a world without poverty can only happen uh, when you eradicate the poor. 
that's part of it. See, into a technological system, you don't need uh, such a large population. In fact, it's based on having a very small population uh, being served by technology. Uh, so uh, this is the agenda. I don't know if you noticed in the architectural magazines that they're setting up a pyramid. Uh, they've drafted up a pyramid town. Everywhere. city for Dubai, where it literally is a machine. You live inside a machine. Um, now, not everyone can get in, obviously, to, the, to the, this machine. It's going to be selective people only. They're already setting up the future right now as we live, and we are probably the last of our kind if this succeeds, as they gradually reduce us with sicknesses and diseases and so on. The, the, That's right. The Dubai, uh, Dubai and Switzerland appear to be, and also the Cook Islands and a few other places, there were doubts, the keeps, the strongholds, and I've had elitists tell me this, so that when they set up the police state in the next decade or so, then they can have the controlled bioweapons releases that will kill the majority of us. And folks, we've been right about everything else. If the elite continue with the plan, most of us listening now will be killed by neutron releases, uh, as, as the British Ministry report says, and controlled bioweapons releases. So all of you serving the system laughing, you're going to be dead. Alan, how long until they start the, just the mass extermination? I know they've got to get the grid in place first so we can't struggle out of it. How, how long until the mass extermination begins? I don't think it'll be much more than a couple of years. Uh, once 2010 is a big time, that's when they, they, the last signature for the total integration of the Americas takes place is 2010. By 2012, they want the United Nations to be raised up to its status as world government uh, in charge of the three blocks, trading blocks of the world, which will then become uh, almost like colonies. That's what it will be under the United Nations. So uh, they must start taking down the population through disease, war, and every other means possible. This is what they call the 100 years of chaos that they've talked about for, for centuries and centuries. It would take 100 years to, to take down a civilization to reduce it, to train the young to, to come up into the new system as obedient servants who truly believe in it. And then at the end, they hope to have their technological utopia. They always talk about utopia. Yeah. Continue, Alan. As I say, you, you have to go back into the history. Now, the Fabian Society was a branch of this, this amalgamation of organizations that were all set up with specialized areas to be active in. And the Fabian Society, if you read H.G. Wells, he was also a founder member of the Fabian Society. He was also a member of the, the public relations, a PR man for the British intelligence organizations uh, that were under royalty. Uh, and the, the Fabian Society were really deeply into eugenics. If you read through their writings, they're, they're widely available. And they're one of the main instruments behind this. They would, they, their job was to get the average person, ordinary people, to truly believe in this change and work towards it. It was, it was almost communistic in its uh, ideology for the workers to believe, but at the top they knew they needed the, the many people from within society, ordinary people, to true believers, in other words, to fall for the, the big lie of utopia and work willingly towards it. So they use everyone in turn. It's the same as the communist system. They had one set of propaganda for the mass man, one for the, the bureaucracy, and one for the Politburo, different agendas. This is the same kind of thing that goes on here. So all those who fall for, we're going to walk into a brave new utopia, all of us together, and I deserve to be there because I'm special and I've been very good. 
uh, that's the big lie. You will be eradicated once. That's right. Most of the minions of this are like, it's going to be a beautiful utopia, no more work and love, but there'll have to be a lot of, you know, crushing people to get that utopia and then no more wars. The globalists admit they engineered World War One, World War Two to get their League of Nations. They they are the authors of the calamities that they brag about. They put Mao in. That's now public. Killed 60 plus million. And that was all dress rehearsal for this. Alan Watt, how do we turn this around? I mean, I do see people waking up. But the sheer horror of it, they're only waking up to the state is bad, the government's bad, the elites are bad, uh, you know, that, that, that there's corruption. Uh, I don't think, I mean, a lot of people just can't deal with the, the, the fact that race-specific bioweapons are ready, that, that, that the eugenicists run everything, and that they... Well, all these top professors give speeches about killing everybody, and they get standing ovations like Pianca at the Texas Academy of Sciences and on the news. They're crying, kill everyone, yes, oh, God, it's so beautiful. And then you go to Pianca's website, and he's in there saying, I love Lucifer, on the official UT website in white robes as a Druid priest. I mean, it is yeah. of Lucifer, and it's out in the open, and they're crying and worshiping. And, yeah. but, but, I mean, you're seeing a lot of them don't know that they're not going forward. A lot of these professors, Pianca says, I know me and my family will soon be dead. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing, and I, I want to go first. I mean, actually, a lot of them are like, yes, I love it. I want to die. I... Yeah. Well, this is to say, uh, I think it was Elliot that said that, uh, that uh, um, Lucifer could appear only when you have an atheistic society, and to an extent it's true. These guys can come out and tell you the stuff, and it goes over the heads of people because they don't believe in it themselves. They think what a, quite quaint, what a quaint hobby to have. So... But these guys are dead serious. Albert Pike talked about it too. Now, Albert Pike talked about uh, his branch of the society, which is called the right of perfection. Or, or, so uh, he said that we shall take over the banking industry, basically, through the stock markets and so on. We shall get to the top by any and every means possible. And we must remember, around the same era, you had uh, one other branch uh, that took the heat for all, for all the rest of them, and that was Weishaupt's branch, um, the, the Beanin Order, the Order of the Beehive, uh, who said, uh, said that we shall use everyone. We, we entice people into work for us through great mysteries. It's always through a mystery that they attract all, all the New Ager types in. Then they use them to work towards an agenda which they do not understand. But Weishaupt also said that through the creation of big foundations, Big foundations, these big ones that run the NGOs and finance them, we shall direct the course of the world. That's the same thing that Albert Pike said. That's the same thing as, as you, you, you'll find uh, the Fabian Society said. The big foundations are a parallel government intertwined with the Royal Institute of International Affairs that was set up to bring in world government using the British Empire as a base and America to take over the running of the empire that was done in the time of Kipling, he wrote about it quite openly, and so we're, we're simply living a long-term plan. And this year, this hundred years we're in now, is the the last, the final phase. They hope. Now we have been under attack, as I say, since the 1950s. The sterility rate has plummeted, and most men in the Western world are, are 75 percent sterile. And I've looked at all the documentation on the drugs. You know, almost all the drugs that are commonly given out for for different things today to men that cause sterility. Uh, we, we know that the plastic in the bottles causes sterility mainly again in men. Uh, this is an intentional thing. They knew this back in the 1930s when they were testing plastic out with, with the animals and humans, and they were still doing it today. 
uh, we're seeing that the, the, the size of the penis has actually got smaller. I've got reports on that from top science investigators and institutions. And so the, we're seeing biological differences. We're being bioengineered to be useless, useless in a time when men generally stand up together for the common good. Uh, this is intentional. So this war has been going on for a long time, very covertly, but very deliberate. And there are no accidents when it comes to these kind of... Um, and we go back coverage. to Cecil Rhodes. It's all stated. He's given Rhodesia. He's worth billions of dollars in money then. He sets up a system to set up covert British Empire operations. It's all in the history books, but the public says it doesn't exist while world leaders are all over TV calling for world government and global governance, and Zeitgeist comes out and calls for global government. But then if I say I don't want it, now I'm the tyrant. Yes, and if you go to uh, Huxley's writings, and Huxley said that too at Berkeley, he said there has always been a dominant minority in every era. And he says, I, I don't see the reason why there shall not be in the future. Now, these utopias, uh, I think Orwell explained it best. He said, he said some are more equal than others in such utopias. Stay there. Stay there. We're going to talk behind scenes and come back for everybody else. Stay with us. Alan, uh, continue, and we come back, let's plug your site and things. We've got 15 minutes going into the next hour uh, with you, but a lot of breaks coming up. Um, you know, I think we can turn it around. We don't have a choice, and, and, and certainly things aren't going perfectly for these people. I've seen a lot of globalists write and say that they've been so effective at dumbing people down that uh, they're having trouble finding even, even competent henchmen now. Uh, that's correct. Everyone has been put under very good, very good uh, psychological warfare techniques through television, media, and so on for their whole lives long. And they get caught and double think. They still want to believe the media is telling them the truth, even though the evidence around them in their own lives tells them something different. So, that, so they're they're caught there. But the, the elite have also prepared for the trouble that is to come. We've seen them build up internal armies for years now. Uh, getting ready to handle the public as we go through uh, the big areas of cr uh, crisis and so on. And once riots start out, the government then will come out with complete utter martial law uh, openly and say, look... That's right. They create the economic atmosphere. P people think troops are going to march out and say martial law day one. No. They've crept up. They've geared up. They've conditioned the local towns and cities with drills to accept it. Yeah. They've, they've told the public, the army's standing by to keep you safe. Then they stage the riots, let them take place, and then that sets the precedence for the public to acquiesce and ask for it. Yes. And in fact, riots will come out, and I'll guarantee you how they'll do it. When the government says they can't come up with the funding for welfare... And you wait and see, they'll spark it off right away, and they know when to do it. I'm sure they even have a date picked for doing it. They have done it with total precision. We're going to come back, and I want to get into television sets. I mean, I know that we talk about the flicker rate and the subliminals and the semantic and all the, diff uh, all the different layers to this. But I want to just talk about what they admit they have as far as subliminals, and then just what I notice with people watching television. And, Alan, the TV, especially with high-def TVs, it's especially the high-def I have to turn away. It is even mesmerizing myself now, and, I, and I've trained myself to be able to not go into a subconscious mode, to not go into the glazed-eyes look, to put it simply for the public out there. But now uh, the combination, especially on Fox, of what I call seven different layers of programming – uh, I have to actually turn away from it, even when I'm monitoring it. 
Uh, so I want to briefly go through those seven layers uh, and then get your response on it for the balance of the show and talk more about solutions. But uh, let's uh, plug your website as we go back live right now uh, for the audience uh, who is on the AM and FM dial satellite and shortwave, not just on the Internet as we are now. Here we go. You slip into unconscious. Okay, uh, I took RTF for a few years here in Austin, and, and just in the mainline textbooks, and just the basic RTF, it taught, and they taught and showed us films about in the 40s and 50s, the subliminals in movies. And that's, you know, putting a millisecond, you know, a few frames in there of a desert and then showing an ice cold Coke, and it doubled sales. And then there's semantical manipulation, where they change the meaning of words and manipulate the way they say things, the way they twist things. There's that Orwellian, uh, you know, uh, brute type. Then you have the basic five, six video screens behind the news presenter with a buffalo running over somebody or a car wreck or a balloon on fire uh, or uh, a um, politician speaking or the running of the bulls in Madrid and you know all this and, and so your brain can't watch it all consciously so it switches off into subconscious and that's admitted so we have all the admitted ways they're doing it they also have the scroll on the bottom so that makes you shift into subconscious mode so your so your brain can pick all that up the brain waves lower then you have the flicker rate and again, this is mainline science. They tune the flicker rate uh, to, uh, to the exact uh, uh, rate of the brain for hypnotism, just like the flashing or strobing light or the watch my watch. You know, it, it, it's it, it's it's more sophisticated uh, than that. And uh, now, and it's always been happening, but before it was the authoritative male on the news, now it's InfoBabes smacking their lips. They'll be talking about the most horrible thing, but they're so sincere, and they're looking at you with sexual desire, and, 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 and you'll be watching with all these layers, and you can't help but start smiling and start liking it, even myself, when I'm consciously aware of it, especially since the high-def TV came out, especially since I got one and, and watch it occasionally when I'm on the treadmill or when I'm at the restaurant you know, picking up some food. I'm watching people mesmerize watching it. They are under mind control, and they're putting subliminal letters in there. I mean, I mean, they're doing more than seven things, but the public, I don't think, has any idea. We're not kidding. They, that is a mind control weapon. Alan? Yes, well, you'll find that... Techniques have always been used on the public for mind control. Always. The, the religions and so on were used uh, in centuries gone by, uh, always in collusion with the dominant minority of the country to keep them in, in place. Uh, so uh, when radio came out, uh, Britain, the BBC, sprung up very quickly uh, as a propaganda tool for the British government. Even today, it's still run and owned by the British government. Every employee uh, in the past had to come from Eton, to make sure it was the right class who ran the whole organization. And it's never changed. And they found out in World War I that they could put out uh, dramas, daily dramas on uh, to the public uh, and leave you with a cliffhanger with the hero hanging at the end of it, what's going to happen, tune in tomorrow, and people would change their behavior and be there tomorrow at that time. So it's a, it's a technique to alter your behavior. This was also confirmed by Skinner, who talked about technology and so on. And he said uh, that, that technology, its real uh, influence is to alter the reality of the people into which it's introduced. That's what happens. Look at the people now with their cell phones and iPods and all the rest of it. Their behavior has been altered 
by technology itself. With the high-definition television, it certainly must be more effective than the last type. Uh, the reason you have uh, um, writing at the bottom of newscast is to it forms a, a type of cognitive dissonance. It's no different than when you're watching something happening, like a car smash in real life, and someone starts to, to talk in your ear about some other topic. You say, shh, shh, because you're now getting auditory responses and visual when the two clashes. It's together. just like when you try to watch a movie with subtitles, you're distracted away and now subconsciously are absorbing the entire system. And again, stay there. Back in one minute, Alan, I want you to walk through these. But then they have integrated all these together while the message itself is verbally a twisting, a semantical deception and lying. But you can't even pay attention to what they're really saying because you're watching a million different pinwheels and subliminal messages and flashes and scrolls and everything else. Okay, I'm going to stay on air during this segment for uh, folks listening on local micro and uh, everybody on the internet and everywhere else. Uh, John, I want you to get sh go ahead and call Charlotte Isserby. Let her know we're going to call her about 12 after or so for 15 after. So go ahead and get her in the wings so I can go straight through with Alan Watt with the time we have left with him. Okay. Okay. And Alan, you've got to remind me when we come in next segment. Plug your materials, your articles, the uh, great uh, videos and things that are up on uh, the different kinds of the Matrix websites, because that's invaluable for people uh, to go research uh, more and, and, and expand their horizons. But the bottom line, this is so hellish, I don't know how any member of the minion elite, you know, the, the mid-level gophers, why you would go along with this. You know, you're on these personal power trips, you're cynical, you're elitist, you're full of yourselves. I think of the BBC news presenter who reported that Building 7 had fallen before it did. He then lied to the cameras and said, I, I was never worked on 9-11. You're making that up until they showed him a video on a laptop. And he said, oh, yes, now I remember that day, and then laughed at them and kind of said, touche, you caught me. I, I mean, why these guys are nothing. They're drinking sodium fluoride. Their kids are being given cancer. But they enjoy that petty feeling of lying. And, 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 and it's just sick. It's delusional because they're not even members of this elite. Uh, but, Alan, I want your comment on that. Here we go, full audience. Big Brother. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Charlotte Izzerbeet is joining us in 15 minutes. Alan, you were going through just what the simple scroll does, making your mind focus on that, so now you're distracted and the propaganda verbally goes directly into the subconscious. That's only two layers. Keep going through that. I want to talk about the gopher class, why they serve their masters. Yes, but well, well, getting back to the, that part you're talking about there with subliminals, when you have, uh, you're trying to listen, when, you, when, you're, when your eyes and your ears are working in unison with the one person talking on TV, um, you're, you still have the ability to censor or say, I don't quite believe this or whatever, but when you have another element added to it, uh, an, a second visual it alters the brain uh, frequencies as you're watching it, and you, your sensor part is down. You're taking all that in uh, subconsciously. It's much more extreme than just the case of them shrinking attention spans down to about two minutes from previously over an hour 50 years ago. It's more than that. People now can't just watch a straight-up TV program that's, that's just straight up. They have yeah. to have multi-layers because now their neurons and neural pathways have been prepared. Uh, that's correct. And when you're seeing some horror 
scrolling around the bottom of the screen, you're hearing another one from the presenter in front of the, uh, or on the screen. Um, you can only handle two major crises to three, possibly for some people, at once. And when you cannot handle that, you, you literally go into an alpha state and you're now being... And they have the info, babe, showing just incredible sexual desire in all of her body language towards you through the TV screen with the false illusion she's really there with you in the room while they show you violence and report horrible things, also creating false neural pathways. Uh, that's correct. And uh, it's well known, even in torture techniques, that they, they use uh, sexual um, uh, pictures and so on uh, as they're torturing the people often they can create a better breakdown a faster breakdown in the person because it brings in a different part of the brain into action as well here's an example they admit at Camp X-Ray pouring uh, menstrual fluid I hate to get gross here on men while they're raped while people dance around in Satan outfits while they electrocute their testicles yes, that's right that's, right. that's what we have running the show and we better realize that that is the mentality of uh, this, these are from the orders of the same boys at the top that talk about this wonderful utopia. Let's not forget that. Yeah. By the way, that's what's declassified from X-ray, folks. I, I could say more, but it's it's too pornographic. Alan, please continue. Yeah. So, so we we're going to realize that um, this brave new world scenario, as I say, the Huxley type, will not come into being until the vast majority of the public have been altered, killed off. And or neutered, and all of that will be to come. In fact, that will be mandatory eventually, is, is complete sterilization of people to save the world. We're all in it together, all of that kind of thing. And now all the teen magazines are, have the, you know, the beautiful young model who's the movie star. She got sterilized, Alan. Yeah. She's cool. She's cool, and, and she's politically correct, and therefore she has a pass. She can pass through places that you cannot. You're a bad one. You still think an old think and you haven't caught up to the new type yet. So you're obsolete. That's the message. You're obsolete if you're not in, adapted to into this brave new world. Alan, please continue. We're going to skip this break for the InfoWars listeners. Just don't yeah. even give me music, John. Yeah. And I shall also say, too, that, that uh, people can get a lot more on my website. That's cuttingthroughthematrix.com, uh, where there's lots of talks and all of this kind of history and what's going on and the foundations and organizations behind it that help bring it in. Uh, and they can download that for free, and they can also buy the books and so on that helps keep me going. So uh, it's not just lack of information that's out there. It's the, it's the public's double thing. As I say, you cannot watch television and be brainwashed and still expect to think for yourself. And, Alan, I'll say this. Very few, you're, you're one of the people I count among the uh, half a dozen, who really get the closest to the real full picture which it takes a lot of courage to even, uh, to even face. So many other people aren't even government agents in our movement. They are fragmented by the organic system they grew up in, so they are giving people defaulty, uh, faulty messages uh, of, of uh, the true nature of the matrix. So, so most folks that are putting out disinfo aren't even agents. They're just uh, not getting the full picture. Can you speak that's, to that? That's right. If you've, been, if you've uh, swallowed the old system where you really believe everything was just okay before 9-11, which is another myth. We like to have golden ages that we go back to. That was a myth. The same boys ran uh, the Great Depression that are running it today. They're, they're, uh, their descendants are running it today. And uh, it's the same old techniques. We've never had it. We've never really had freedom. We've had a limited freedom, more freedom. 
And they're falsely blaming freedom and capitalism and free market for what's happening when it was never a free market at the higher levels. It was never free. In fact, that's, again, what the GATT Treaty was set up to to do. So is free trade, in fact, between the, between the U.S. and Canada. They decide who, which big international corporations will be allowed to trade and, and who, who will not. It's not set up for Yeah, NAFTA was 14,000 pages, uh, GATT was 20-something thousand, and it was all selective deals. Selective deals, and uh, we had um, a bureaucrat in Canada who drafted up all the negotiation books in Ottawa. Uh, that was Shelley Ann Clark, and she came out on television in Montreal uh, saying that there were two sets of books, one that the premiers of Canada were, were shown. These are the, the governors of the provinces. And one, the, the other one was for the real negotiators who did all the business. And then even when we sue through Fourier's request and get the secret documents, which they admit are the real ones, admitting all this, the public's been conditioned to say no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's, but, but I see that breaking down. How is the establishment going to counter the mass awakening I'm certainly witnessing? Yeah, well, this is just it. Um, they predicted how our reactions would be because they plan everything with military strategy, including how will the, repub- the public react to them, and even have different classifications and sections of the public. How would each uh, section... Different flavors of propaganda, sub-flavors, yeah. yes. That's correct. And so, uh, and they also know that the, the, the bulk of the populace is simply confused. They live in perpetual confusion. You, as I say, you can't be in double think. You, you must use your own perceptions, your own ability to to absorb and dissect information and come to your own conclusions. And you can't do that when you're watching TV every day. It's, it's too perfect a machine, a tool of brainwashing. And it is a weapon. It is a weapon. It's a weapon. It's weapon. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm fully conscious of it, and I catch myself slipping in to smiling back at the woman on the screen. Uh, I mean, yes. I mean, it is sophisticated. Yes, and I read an article a, a couple of weeks ago uh, from the U.S. Army, um, from one of their magazines, where they talked about using this American culture, which has been weaponized. They call it weaponized culture. Now, see, the United States doesn't really realize that Hollywood is a branch of this organization that we, runs the world. Everything's weaponized, the food, the water, the media, yes. and that's why they want to shut down the web. Here we go, final segment. Media, government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. The world's financial ministers of the top 15 or so industrialized nations, it's larger than G8, are meeting to set up a world banking system. You'll pay world carbon credits into them. They're talking about shutting down the world markets next week. Global financial dictatorship that will further depress markets when they reopen them so they can consolidate. Got about seven minutes left with Alan Watt. Alan, give out your website again for listeners that want to check it out and all the great material. Uh, just a treasure trove of information. And then in the last seven, eight minutes, other key areas you want to discuss, solutions, ways for people to fully break their conditioning out there. Yeah. yeah the website is cuttingthroughthematrix.com and also alanwattsentinel.eu. And you can download lots of talks and transcripts of the shows I've done in the past where I've, I've gone into the histories um, with available documentation. I try to stick to the documentation uh, because uh, these, these characters do write what they plan to do in the future. And I tell people when you get their books from, say, the Royal Institute or the CFR, 
uh, which is the same organization, by the way, really, um, you'll find that they make their plans, they never change their plans, they'll tell you what kind of world they're bringing in, and, and then you realize, my God, they're actually doing it, and they have been doing it your whole life long. So this is an ongoing war, but now we're into the critical phase where they've got a business plan, and that's how they run the world, like a long-term business plan. And they have 100 years to complete this 100 years war. It's not a war on the Middle East. That's only part of it to standardize the world. It's a war on all of the humanity, which they claim happens to be the profane, uh, those who live in the darkness, the average person, and only the elite have the right, they claim, the, the illumined ones themselves, to run our lives and organize our lives the way it should be scientifically done to, with logic, etc., etc. That's how they literally see their role in ruling us. We are too stupid to do it ourselves. We're too base, too primitive, and therefore they, being obviously better than we are, have the right to do it. That's pure Darwinism. Uh, the survival of the fittest they truly believe in this completely it's a religion Continuum. well they breed their own offspring and even their own offspring uh, certain ones are not brought into this if they, if they can't keep their mouths closed if they don't, if they don't know how to double speak to the media or the public uh, they won't be brought in on the big picture they select their own ones the brightest ones and their own families to carry on this agenda these characters have been having this, their mates selected for them for many, many centuries. They believe they're another species, yes. and now even the BBC has reported that. Yes, they do. They truly believe they're the most evolved species on the planet, and that through selective breeding, they have the best intellect, uh, and they've had the right, the right to rule the lessers, that's what they say, uh, or the profane, as they generally called it in the past. And they mean business. They have... Um, society in such a brainwashed condition that they know they can keep recruiting young stupid guys into their system that have given them a whole generation of video games and nothing but glorification of the military the black outfits etc uh, so they, they destroy the neural pathways where blood yeah. and guts and torture it looks beautiful to them absolutely looks like a field of daisies they, they have they've desensitized them completely and one, in a society too, and every dictator has known this, when you break the bonding between family and society, people crave bonding. Children need bonding. That's why especially young males are, are terribly uh, screwed up today. Uh, they're brought up with single mothers often. Uh, they don't have the male role figure. The gang leader becomes their, 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 their best friend who protects them, or they go into the military. The military then takes over that rule. They belong for the first time in their life. They're in a new tribe, and they have total dedication to the, the fellows, the fraternity of the tribe. That's the same technique that's been used for, for a long time, and it does work, unfortunately. While they're in that brainwashed mode, these guys will do whatever they're told. So we've got to realize that, that, that the elite are going to cause incredible turmoil within different countries, and they do want civil wars to break out, so they can bring out all the repressive force that they've built up. The Department of Defense of Britain, its top think tank, it's also the top for NATO, uh, has come out with, with uh, 30 years of riots, ongoing riots. That's what they foresee. Uh, they didn't tell us why. They do hint at a few things, but they do say this will happen, this is likely to happen, etc., etc. They know it's And that will have the public beg for a police state. This is the New York Times. Pint-sized eco-police. Punch this up if you can. 
on the TV screen for folks. Pint-sized eco-police making parents proud and sometimes crazy. So, see, they're proud of it. And it says, sometimes Jennifer Ross feels she cannot make a move at home without inviting some of the scorn of her daughters, 10-year-old Grace and 7-year-old Eliza. Uh, the Acura MDX she drives, a flagrant polluter. The bath at night to help her relax, a wasteful indulgence. The reusable shopping bag she forgot, again, tisk tisk. And, and it talks about her, her children run her, and the school has trained her. They're now part of a, quote, army of eco-kids. And it goes on, now filling out dossiers in England and the U.S., reporting to police, getting them ready. And then, of course, environment first, then guns, then, you know, drugs, everything else. I mean, this is it. it it's, it's really happening. They call it the First Earth Army. And this was first announced by uh, the, the creator of the Star Wars or Star Trek series, Gene Roddenberry. And then Delta Force picked it up as the first Earth Battalion. They mm-hmm. say that for Mother Earth, they will, uh, and the Special Forces has taught this now, they will slaughter. Uh, they are the uh, they are the horse of death, and they do these satanic chants. That's correct. And so this was, again, Roddenberry announced that he belonged to NASA, and everyone in NASA is a 30-second degree minimum mason. And Jet uh, Propulsion Laboratory. That's right. So, and of course, even that was set up by another fellow who started off the American Rocket Research Company. And he was the head of the Crowleyan Society here in the U.S. He was, uh, he was actually told to start off his own branch, and that became NASA. Good God, help us. Uh, Alan Watt, incredible interview, and I want to get you back up next week for a full two hours if you can do it. We're very thankful uh, to have you here. And the reason we can finish each other's sentences, folks, is because we're just going off their own documentation. If you really talk to the elite, it's what O'Brien torturing Winston, as he's torturing him almost to death, says. Look, it's about... You, you know, you look at me once with black circles around my eyes, and I'm getting old. But you know, my, my falling apart is the strength of the organism. We're going to tear families apart. We're going to dumb people down to animals. We're going to then even kill more. We're going to debase everything. It is about a wonderland for us to murder, kill, and torture. And and and, and that's that's the real utopia, is it not, uh, Alan? That is the real utopia. Even Russian defectors have come across and said that once totalitarianism comes into their own country. They'll turn, first of all, on the very liberal ideologists and professors who help promote it because, because they cannot have people demanding freedom as the liberals do. So the liberals bring it in. They go for all these wonderful causes, but they're the first to be knocked off when they see the reality of the totalitarian system. Because the elite know that they're going to fight them. So uh, th- there you go. Alan Watt, thank you for spending time with us. It's been a pleasure, Alex. Amazing interview with the one and the only Alan Watt.